Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for joining us here as we take a look at the book. And the book, of course, is the Bible, God's holy word that lays out a scenario for the end times. May I suggest that if you want to know where God is in his time, you look at the city of Jerusalem. I have a five-part, five-hour CD that deals with the city of Jerusalem, the past, the present, and the prophetic. I would like for you to take a moment and listen to the introduction of this series on the city of Jerusalem. Jerusalem has a great prophetic significance. For example, the past, the present, and the prophetic are seen in a throne room for the Antichrist, a cup of trembling, devastation before exaltation, and Jerusalem, of course, heaven and earth. Well, let's take a moment now and you listen to the introduction of this series on Jerusalem, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own personal copy. Right now, here's my study of Jerusalem, past, present, and prophetic. Why should it be our focus? Go to verse 24. In verse 24, we see a very profound passage of Scripture. In fact, verses 24 to 27, remember I told you we handed out gospel tracts in Hebrew, English, and in uh, Russian to every single household in the city of Jerusalem. 700,000 people there, three times we've been to every single door. And if they accept our track, they would receive a track that dealt with the issues found in Daniel 9, 24 to 27. This is the most unique passage of Scripture to win a Jewish person to Jesus Christ. It gives the exact date that Jesus Christ would appear in Jerusalem. It says whoever the Messiah was, and it's one of the only passages of Scripture in the Old Testament that uses the word Mashiach, which is Hebrew for Messiah. It is one of the only passages, and it says the Messiah, Mashiach, will be cut off, crucified, before the temple is destroyed in 70 A.D. and the city is devastated. Talk to your Jewish friend. Say, whoever the Messiah is had to be on earth before the temple was destroyed and the city devastated in 70 A.D. And then ask him, who's your candidate for Messiah? And then when they have none, suggest yours. Jesus Christ, the true Messiah. It is power-packed. We were able in our little church to buy the centerfold of every single major newspaper in the state of Israel and put this track up of Daniel 9, 24 to 27. Every single one of them. After we did that, we went to the postal service of Israel. We said, can we, you know, most everybody does not have a post office box in Israel, excuse me, an outside postal box at their home, but a post office box. And so what we were able to do is reduce that big half-page or full-page ad, the centerfold of every paper, into a small gospel tract. And the Israeli Postal Service, listen to this and pray, the Israeli Postal Service is now taking these tracts and putting it in every post office box in the state of Israel. (laughs) Glory to God. We don't have to get around. We just let the Postal Service in Israel do our delivery service. Anyway. Now I want to show you something. Notice verse 24. Verse 24. Here is a key passage of prophetic scripture. You've got to understand this passage of scripture. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and thy holy city. 
That is a key phrase. What God does here is lay out a special plan for a special people in a special place. The special plan is a 70-week period of time, or better translated, 77s, are equal 490 years. He's talking about a plan that would unfold over 490 years. And in fact, in verse 25 and 26, it lays out that Jesus Christ, after 483 of those years, are 69 of the 70 weeks, are actually 173,880 days on the dot. Jesus Christ would show up on the Mount of Olives. Read Luke 19 sometime, verse 40 and following. It says, if you'd have read the book, you would have known I was to be here today. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but today. That's from Daniel. A special plan. Oh, by the way, that leaves a seven-year period of time. I have my mic stand here, my mic stand there, the pulpit there. If you've ever heard me preach, you know what they represent. These are the three main events in the future. This is the rapture of the church. Jesus shouts, Archangel shouts, the trumpet of God sounds, and we're out of here. The rapture is the next minute. And then after that, it's a seven-year period of time. This is the seven-year tribulation period. The return of Jesus Christ. He gets on his white horse. We get on our white horses. We all come back. That's the revelation. Then there's a thousand-year period of time culminating with this last of the three main events in the future, the great white throne judgment, at which time Jesus Christ will sentence those rejecting him into the lake of fire, which is the second death, then eternity future, new heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem. That's how you go through eschatology. Now, notice I said a seven-year period of time here. Now, Daniel, Daniel 9, 25, and 26 talks about 69 of the 70 weeks, 483 of the 490 years, 173,880 days from the command to go forth and rebuild Jerusalem until Messiah is cut off. That leaves a seven-year period of time. And so what? Daniel says to us, Want to know where God is? You want to know what he's doing? He says there's a special plan for what? A special people. And he says thy people, the Jewish people. And then he says, and a special place, thy holy city. Nehemiah chapter 11 verse 1 says, Jerusalem is the holy city. So he focuses on Jerusalem. You can ask me about current events. In fact, you could wake me up at 3 o'clock in the morning and say, Jimmy, what do you say about this? And I'd have an answer immediately. Listen, no matter what current event, don't be upset or dictated to in direction by a current event. The Lord says, you want to know what I'm doing? Look at two things. The Jew and Jerusalem. Focus on those two things. Doesn't matter about some chip being implanted in somebody's arm down in Alabama where I was recently so they can check in and out of work. Don't get bothered. Doesn't matter about the Illuminati, the Bilderbergers, the Rockefellers. God has a plan, and it's going to be focused on two things, the Jew, Jerusalem. Watch those two. You'll know where we are. I want to focus on the city 
of Jerusalem. Let's look at Jerusalem past. Go back with me, if you will, to Joshua chapter 10. Joshua chapter 10. Now, you remember Joshua, of course. That is the record of the children of Israel crossing over the Jordan River, having wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. They're going to make their way into the promised land. When they get in the promised land, at Gilgal, just east of uh, Jericho, they encamp there. They, have, they bivouac for the purpose of uh, having circumcision because none of the young men who came in to the promised land except uh, Joshua and Caleb had ever been circumcised. So they had a circumcision service. Then they had the first Passover service. And then they came together and sent the spies in to look over Jericho. And they would move forth to conquer the land. In the process of conquering this new land, they're going to meet in a valley called the Valley of Ayalon. And there in that valley is where the sun and the moon stood still for the battle to continue on. When Joshua took the children of Israel to the valley of Aolon, and if you've ever been to Israel, it's on the right-hand side as you travel from Jerusalem to Tel Aviv. If you're going back to the airport, we pointed out to you, if you come and go with us, we'd love to have you come and go with us. There are brilliant people that have already been with us, others wanting uh, to become brilliant, so you can do that too as well. But anyway, uh, (laughs) excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, So, you know, you can uh, see this valley of Aolon. And it was here where the children of Israel were surrounded by five city-states. A city-state in that time was simply a city who became a nation, basically. A city-state. Notice one of them. Have you got Joshua chapter 10? In this battle, it mentions, and for the very first time, the word Jerusalem, which is used in the Bible 764 times, 623 times in the Old Testament, 141 times in the New Testament. Notice what it says here in verse 10. Now it came to pass when the king of Jerusalem had heard how Joshua had taken I. He had heard about the battle, so they come out to the valley of I alone and the big battle between the five city states and the children of Israel to take place. This is the very first time the word Jerusalem is used in the Bible. By the way, there is a phrase or a word that is used that is the same as Jerusalem. Go back over to the book of Genesis and go to chapter 14. The book of Genesis chapter 14, if you will, with me, and look at verse 18, Genesis 14, 18. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, truly that is the first mention of Jerusalem, referred to as Salem. Psalm chapter 72 says, Salem is Jerusalem. In the beginning, after the flood, this is chapter 14. What happened in chapter 11? In chapter 11, Nimrod built the city of Babylon. Melchizedek established the city of Jerusalem. The two major cities in the beginning of time will be the two major cities in the end of time. And I will show you both of those as we study through this week. Salem, Melchizedek. Melchizedek was a kingly priest. He was a potentate and a priest. 
Interestingly, have you ever noticed in Hebrews where it says, and Jesus Christ will be our high priest, not after the order of Aaron or the Levites, but after the order of Melchizedek, a man who never had a beginning and never had an ending. Interesting. In where is he? Jerusalem, Salem. Thank you so much for taking a few moments to listen to this study on the city of Jerusalem. As you focus in on Jerusalem, you will be able to determine where God is in his time as it relates to the return of Jesus Christ back to the city of Jerusalem, touching down on the Mount of Olives across the Kidron Valley from the Temple Mount. Well, that's what we talk about on this series, Jerusalem Past present, and prophetic. I deal with Jerusalem as a throne room for the Antichrist. Jerusalem, a cup of trembling. Jerusalem, devastation before exaltation. And, of course, Jerusalem, heaven and earth. This would be a great opportunity for you to understand what God's doing as you understand God's word and the prophetic scenario laid out for the future as it relates to the holy city of Jerusalem. If you would like to get a copy of this five-part series on Jerusalem, you can call our toll-free number and our people will tell you how you can purchase this study, Jerusalem Past, Present, and Prophetic. That toll-free number is 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and you can go to our shopping mall and there order your copy of Jerusalem past, present, and prophetic. I can tell you in advance as you study about Jerusalem and then focus on the city, you'll realize that the return of Jesus Christ is very close at hand. In fact, the rapture could take place at any moment. And having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until... 